Good evening and welcome to Living Waters. I am Jeff Jacobson, Director of Outreach and Mission. And yes, today is April Fool's Day. So for those of you who didn't believe that I was actually going to be here, I'm here. I'm here. So some uh, little interesting fact. I am the Director of Outreach and Mission. Uh, but that is a title only. It is, I, I can honestly say that I am donating 100% of my salary to the church at this point because I have this for a salary. I actually work uh, full-time for Sherman-Williams Paint Company. I've been doing that for 28-plus uh, years. So if I don't respond too quickly uh, for different uh, events for the outre- as an outreach director, it's probably because I'm working 50 to 60 hours a week in that as well. So I'm going to share a little bit about my story tonight. Um, the first uh, scripture that we're going to read or that I'm going to read, and because I am old, I am going to actually use my cheaters. It is Psalm 13. And I'm going to guess that there's a good chance that uh, you may have been asking this question quite often lately. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I bear pain in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day long? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Give light to my eyes, or I will sleep the sleep of death. And my enemy will say, I have prevailed. My foes will rejoice because I am shaken. But I trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Here ends the reading. How long? Boy, we've, we've been saying that quite a bit lately. Um, how long are we going to have to be at home? How long are we going to be um, away from school? How long are we going to be away from work? Um, it's up to God. So this, uh, this sermon series that we have is called Uprooted. Now, I can tell you 100% that when I was asked to uh, give the message originally about mm, six weeks ago, six, eight weeks ago, absolutely no doubt in my mind I had a message for you. Everything was absolutely set. Well, we've had a lot of change lately. So I'm just going to give you uh, a little bit of a a snidbit of what my original message was going to be about. Um, The uprooted message was based on how in our life we have uh, had everything going along just fine and then had some kind of an event happen in our life that maybe upset the apple cart a little bit. And where did God show up in that in that time? So, uh, some of you may know, some of you may not. Um, I've been. Uh, I thought I was called to be a pastor. Um, I had went through. I'd met with the the synod. I got the blessing from the the synod office. I had uh, went through all of the psychological evaluation 
Okay, now I'm sure that there's a lot of jokes that are being posted right now, psychological evaluation for me. Yeah, I'm guessing there's quite a bit in that, that old coconut of his. But I, so I went through all of that. I had uh, interviews with the, uh, the seminary, with psychologists. I'd, I went through everything. And my application was denied. My application was denied. Um, it was actually uh, 11 months to the day that I received the letter of rejection. The ironic part about that is I was preaching that night. I was delivering the, the message that night. Um, I've said it before to anyone who uh, attended that service on May 1st. I apologize for the message. Some very good content, but it was an absolute horrific, uh, horrific delivery because I was rocked. I was uprooted. I was absolutely uh, devastated by that. Now, what do I do? I'm the outreach director. How do you how do you uh, continue on with that with that mess with that message when you're devastated? Um, we had several this time of the year. You get into uh, uh, April and May, and we have so many different things going on. We have the the rummage sale. We have the the Fargo Marathon. We have the uh, uh, Love Your Buns event last year. We have all of these different things. I can honestly say that I was going through the motions. I was just going through the motions, and it was. Uh, it's probably the most difficult, uh, one of the most difficult times of my life that uh, I'm here to put on a brave face for everyone and uh, continue on with that message. Uh, then I was scheduled to go on the mission trip, the uh, senior high youth trip to the Blackfeet Nation. And I was looking for any way I could to get out of that mission trip. I was, you know, um, trying to come up with all kinds of excuses, but um, Hope wouldn't let me go, so or she wouldn't let me off the hook, so I had to go. Uh, thank God for that. Um, the first, uh, one of the uh, uh, first stops that we had, we, we were able to worship in the basement of a bar or a brewery in Great Falls, Montana, on Sunday morning. And as you came in, or as you, they were handing these out, little journals. I'll walk right up here. Hopefully you can see that. It says, keep showing up. Keep showing up. Wow, what does that mean? What does that mean? What, what about, you know, keep showing up? I took the book. I, you know, figured I'd, I'd keep it. But it's like, man... We, every night when we would uh, um, we'd close out our day with the, the youth group, it, uh, Hope would ask, we'd go around the room, where did you see God today? Where did you see God today? And wow, that keep showing up message. God was everywhere. God was opening my eyes again. He was opening my eyes to a lot of different things. We had a uh, very special moment on that, on that trip. 
It was one of the final nights that we were at the Blackfeet Nation. And it was our youth group, roughly 25 of us, that we were around in a circle uh, worshiping. And we started singing Good, Good Father. By the time we were done singing that song, we were breaking every rule of social distancing known to man because we had every other church youth group was standing arm in arm with us singing Good, Good Father. It was a very special moment. You had your eyes closed and all of a sudden you felt the circle getting bigger. You knew that there was more people joining. God was present. God was driving his way into every one of us. And we had, uh, we had these special t-shirts. Um, I think we've got a picture of that. That we have uh, salty and wit. Now you, you see that and people are going to question. It's like, well, what is that? So thankfully, we have the scripture that goes with it. Again, I'm going to put on the cheaters and read that for you. It comes from uh, Matthew 5, starting at the uh, 13th verse. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that you may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Wow. This salt, you got a group of teenagers. They're definitely salty, I'll tell you that. And uh, sharing that light, the light of the world, sharing God's light, man, what a group of young, young students. Um, it was absolutely amazing. Now, with the, the service that we did there, I had been uprooted. I was now replanted. I was replanted into the fold of, uh, of God, into God's mission, into God's exposure, just what, whatever we needed to do, I was ready to go. Now we come into this uh, Lenten, Lenten season, and... Hope has posted it on Facebook that um, if there's anyone that cheers for Lent, it is me. I absolutely love the Lenten season. I love uh, everything that leads up to it. I love hearing, here at Living Waters, we share the stories of, uh, or we have congregation members sharing their stories of how God has impacted their lives, how he's been such a part of it. It isn't Pastor Dan. Pastor Dan preaches all the time. It's no big deal. I mean, he he does it for a living. We want to hear the, the lay person talk about their life, how God is acting in their life, and it is absolutely spectacular. Now, we're heading into Palm Sunday, this Sunday. I'm going to talk about uh, just a little bit about uh, some of the, uh, the crazy things. These people, the disciples, can you imagine their excitement? their joy. I mean, they're with this guy named Jesus who he walks on water, 
He heals people, feeds 5,000 people. He raises people from the dead. Can you imagine how excited and how powerful that would be walking alongside Jesus? Now, that's this week. That is the joy. That is the joy of Palm Sunday. We head into next week. There's some really tough times headed for those disciples. You want to talk about uh, uh, being uprooted? Think about it being, with, being one of the disciples, being with Jesus. Everything is so awesome. Everything, that, everything he touches is just people are saved. Demons are cast out. Everything is fabulous. And pretty soon you're going to be denying him. Peter is going to deny him. Spoiler alert, it's not, all, it's not all happy times. Not all happy times when we get to Good Friday. Um, there will be some tears shed, definitely. But then there's on Easter Sunday when we get together for worship online. It's going to be a unique experience. But this group was definitely, definitely uprooted. They were definitely uprooted. But boy, were they replanted on, on that Sunday morning. Final reading today is uh, from Matthew 28, the 16th chapter. This is after the resurrection of, uh, of Jesus where he gets together with his disciples. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain at which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus said, came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And teach them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Those are the words that, uh, that we need to hold on to so much at this time. God isn't leaving us. He hasn't left us. He's never going to leave us. He's with us till the end of time. Now, we talked about the disciples being replanted. They went out. We are all disciples. One of the, uh, the items that we've uh, done here at Living Waters is we started the Plus One mission. We started this a few months. Well, actually, we started it uh, last fall. Um, the premise was when you go out shopping to pick up some of the essentials, that you pick up just one more item for whatever organization that we are uh, supporting for these, these months. Our plus one mission for March and April is PATH of North Dakota. Now, many of you uh, uh, maybe are unfamiliar with PATH. PATH is an organization that uh, um, they help the, with foster care 
foster children and the independent living program, which when you turn 18, you can, uh, you can either leave the program or you can become part of the independent living and you get and you're supported in that way. As you may know, we're all struggling uh, in different ways. This isn't unique just for for us. Uh, Path is definitely uh, feeling that crunch as well. Um, many of the uh, many of the people, many of the the foster homes, they're homeschooling now as well. Now. I don't know. I've seen a few posts on uh, Facebook. Homeschooling may not be going so great for everyone. Maybe, you know, your own children may be driving you crazy. Thank God my kids are out of the house right now because otherwise you see what happened to my head. No hair. No hair. And that was when they were going to school. Can you imagine if they were home before that? I would have been bald when I was, you know, when they were a couple years old. But there is, there's some of those, those stresses. Some of the, uh, um, some of the children have uh, special needs. A lot of these uh, families, these foster families, they're dual income families. They're not... Uh, They don't have someone that typically stays home. They have those same challenges that we have in our lives. Um, What's next week going to bring? Are we going to have our jobs? Are we not going to have our jobs? Are we going to be able to uh, keep everybody uh, going? You know, meal care, stuff like that. I had a good uh, conversation with Colleen from uh, Path the other day, and she said one of the uh, one of the big things that happened was these people who were part of the independent living program. A lot of them had moved out of the the foster homes that they were in, and when they turned eighteen, they went off to college. As many of you know, the the colleges are shut down. The dorms are closed. These students who who had homes, who had a place to live, uh, PATH has been working hard to get them into uh, different housing. So we are so thankful for for the work that they have done. Another uh, segment of PATH is their their internal, it's a, a trauma and stress clinic where they have, uh, the foster children will uh, be part of that, where they will come in and they will meet with a psychologist or they will meet with a, uh, a doctor or whatever and just talk about some different things in their lives. Um, they're switching a lot of that to online, which everybody is doing a lot of online items. Now, that being said, that works for a vast majority what do you do uh, with a four-year-old? With a four-year-old that needs the, uh, the meeting with a therapist? How do, you, how do you deal with that? That is one of the, uh, one of the gut-wrenching stories that, uh, that Colleen shared with me, that 
uh, having that challenge that, you know, you can't have that because of social distancing. You don't have that connection for that four-year-old. I ask you to pray for them. I will, I will continue to ask you to pray for them. That this will soon be over. We ask that question, how long? We, we pray that it will be shortened. That there will be a miracle. That there will be a uh, um, vaccine for this, this virus. That we can get the, get the help that we need. So another way that, uh, that I'm going to ask to get replanted, I ask Colleen, how can we support PATH at this time? Right now they're looking for gift cards, money donations to their, uh, to their organization. We have the shopping lists that are still available. You can email me. Whenever you, whenever you want, I will send that list to you at jeff at lwlc.net. We will get that information to you. But if you have gift cards, if you want to make a donation, you can go to their uh, website, however you want to. If you have gift cards, you can drop them off in an envelope at the church. Just put them in the, inside the entryway, and we will make sure that they get to them. Whether it be for grocery stores or restaurants, again, this is part of our plus one mission. So I'm asking for your help on that. With that, I ask you to pray. Thank you so much for everything that you do for us. God, we know that us asking how long isn't, isn't the answer. We know that you are with us always. We know that you will continue to be with us. We give it all to you, Lord. It is in your hands. Please protect all of the, uh, the doctors, the nurses, and everyone else in the, uh, the healthcare industry that is battling this coronavirus on the front lines. Be with them, protect them, and guide them. In your precious and holy name we pray. Amen.